getting to a place where I trusted not only what he placed on the inside of me when no one was there really to support or even understand what God was doing. This is She Beats It, your weekly reminder that no challenge is greater than God. We share stories of real Christian women beating the odds in life and business. This is the place where women overcome. This is where she beats it, whatever it is. Welcome to the She Beats It podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King, self-proclaimed hope dealer and God-centered girl. She Beats It squad, what's up? We are still in the process of getting our 100 five-star reviews for the podcast. So I think I mentioned I wanted 100 reviews in light of my cancer diagnosis anniversary, August 20th, 2018. But I want those to be five-star reviews, y'all. So show up for me. Make sure you're sharing this, asking people to leave five-star reviews. It's really easy, right? This is not about Brittany. This is not about any of the guests, right? It's about sharing the hope of Christ to the ends of the earth. We have worldwide reach. Now let's take it to another level. I keep telling people I'm at a season in my life where I'm up-leveling, right? And so I'm being obedient to God. So leave those reviews for me, sisters. Make sure um, that you're doing that for me. But we're doing another cool thing, right? I want you guys, if you look in the show notes, and I don't know how many of y'all pay attention to the show notes, but check them out. You have the option now to send me an audio message. Tell me what you think of the podcast. It's at the very end of the show notes. You click a button and you leave a message for me. You can leave a message up to 60 seconds. So you have a minute to tell me what the podcast is doing in your life. If you don't want to leave a review, if you're anti that, I get it, right? Just tell me what it means to you and I'm going to air it on the podcast coming up. So do that for me. We have an amazing guest, y'all. Some connections, they just feel divine. I feel like every woman that we have on this podcast is a godsend, but some just feel a little bit more like sisters. The woman that I'm having today is amazing. So help me welcome another amazing woman into the She Beats It squad as we discuss how one woman went from firing her boss to building a profitable brand. Patricia Lorenzo Jean Lewis is a marketing and brand strategist and owner of Lorenzo Design Studio. She helps entrepreneurs unlock the brand within by gaining clarity, increasing visibility, and expanding their reach. Patricia helps other entrepreneurs live the life they were intended to live. It's her purpose and her calling to empower, encourage, and engage entrepreneurs and business owners. She believes that it's good to provide small business solutions, but it's great to provide solutions that yield results and increase profits. Patricia understands that a true entrepreneur pursues purpose, not money, knowing that when purpose is fulfilled, the money will come. It is her goal to create a community of entrepreneurs who are clear about their purpose so that they can make a significant impact in the community around them. It's also her purpose to make a significant difference in the world and to end brand failure one entrepreneur at a time. She is passionate about making sure that small businesses are successful and that they reach the audience that they were called to reach. She believes that your business must succeed because there is an audience that is waiting for what you have to offer. And she's committed to helping her clients make it happen and profit while doing it. Y'all, help me welcome Patricia. Thank you for being in the guest chair today. You are so welcome. I'm so excited to be a part of it. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here today. Absolutely. So y'all, 
when I have my guests, I tell them, I want a two to three sentence bio because most of my guests, you know, like we're professionals, right? So we got long bios. Patricia sent me her short bio and I usually edit them, but I'm like, oh, it's so good. I'm not taking a word out. <laughs> so y'all, oh, that's why hers is a bit longer than what you all are used to. But Patricia, I want to jump right in. I want to hear your story. Yes. Tell me about this journey. What What is this business about firing your boss and building a profitable brand? Take Take us into it. Sure. For me, it started when, and I'm going to give you the short version of the story, but it started when I was much younger. I grew up in a Haitian household. So my parents automatically, you know, from the time you're like five, six years old going to school, you already instilled that you have to either become a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, some type of profession. And so for me, I always knew that I was going to be an entrepreneur from the time I was four years old. I just didn't know in what industry. And so I took the route that my parents advised. And I, I was like, look, I'm not going to be a doctor because I don't like anything related to the medical field. But I had a passion and a love really for criminal justice. So I was on my journey to um, becoming an attorney, actually, and went to school, got my degree and decided, you know what, I, I want to go to law school. And in the interim, I got a job working for the state attorney's office here in Miami. And as a result, I realized that is not what I want to do at all. I, you know, again, went back to the whole vision of, I want to be an entrepreneur. I just don't know in what industry. But God has a way sometimes of allowing you to be in, in certain environments, in certain industries, just to kind of fine tune some of the gifts that you're not, you yourself are not even aware that you have. Mm. And so as a result of being in the criminal justice field, it really taught me how to think. It taught me how to see things that sometimes are not readily you know, you don't readily see it right away and you have to kind of read between the lines and really kind of understand the psychology of people when you're interacting with them in a way that's kind of different, especially when you're coming from a background that's, I worked in a criminal field. So you're dealing with the mindsets of people who sometimes you don't normally will interact with, but it allows you to kind of think on a different level. Mm-hmm. And that kind of opened me up at a level of creativity that I did not even know was actually in me. Mm-hmm. So just going from that, I started a business at the time, totally different than what I was actually doing, but trying to get my feet wet in the door. And um, it, believe it or not, it was in gift baskets and I was doing baskets for corporate clients and whatnot, got a major contract with Super Bowl At that point, I was like, oh, my God, I love this entrepreneur stuff, but I don't know if gift baskets is what I wanted to do. But in the interim, you know, again, God was showing me even in regards to marketing. I knew that I had a vision for what things needed to look like. Articulating it, I didn't know how to do. So I went back to school. And in that is where I learned to really fine tune the gifts. You know, I went, I took a course at one of the community colleges here in graphic design. From that point, I just sat in front of my computer and started developing a gift from there. And as I started doing it for myself, others started reaching out for me to help them 
Wow, that's so beautiful. So tell me specifically, what was God doing in your in your life and in your heart? Because I know a lot of times when we have our desires, right? And when God is pushing us to go to a deeper level, like there's some resistance. I can only speak for me, but I'm like, God, I don't know. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So tell me what God was doing in your heart. Like what was the message essentially that he was giving you? What were you hearing from him? For me, what it was, was getting to a place where I trusted not only what he placed on the inside of me when no one was there really to support or even understand what God was doing, because I come from a family of, I have a lot of professionals in my family. So there's a certain level of processing that we go through where we have to understand, okay, we're going to school. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. That's the traditional route. But now I'm going against the grain. I'm doing something that everyone in my family is very creative, but to do it as a profession, it's like, nah, you do that on the side. But having to trust myself when no one else around me was actually doing it, that was the hardest thing because it it put me in a position where I was isolated. I felt like I was alone for a season of time. I felt like no one really understood that I needed to pursue this. Like I felt a sense of fulfillment regardless to the fact that there was nobody around me to support it. Mm. And, and can I highlight something for my sisters listening? I'm a, Patricia, I got to insert this because you just made me think of this and I'm going to let you say what you need to say because I'm going to hear more. <laughs> I was also the dissenter in my family and in my circles. So I've always marched to the beat of a different drum. Everyone else in my family is very practical. And I'm kind of yeah. like, I'm going to intentionally find a way to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. But when we look at the Bible, right, I always tell people to think about this. I started an organization as a teen. It wasn't an organization. It was a group of us teenage girls. And we were the Pete one ladies, Proverbs 31 mm-hmm. ladies. We were a step group, right? But now, as I begin to study scripture, I look back. If you look at the P3 one woman, she was an entrepreneur. So many people miss that, right? If yeah. you read that canon of scripture, like the text, not the canon, but if you read that text, she was an entrepreneur. That's the standard, right? Yeah. So anyways, I'm done. Patricia, take us back. So tell me, go a little bit deeper. Yeah. Talk to me about, so as you're in this place where you don't feel like you have support, but you know this is what God is calling you to do. Give me more. Like, so what steps are happening? My faith is being developed at that point. I can tell you, God kept me in the book of Ruth for a number of years. And I saw my life play out in the book of Ruth. And I say that because I had gotten to a point, I got into a fork in the road where I was standing in between Orpah and Ruth, where I had to make a decision which direction I was going to go whether I was going to go in uncharted territory that I've never experienced before, I've never entered into before. I have a sense in me that this is the right direction, but I don't have anything concrete to say other than a knowing on the inside of me that this is where I need to go. And then on the other hand, I have more of a definitive, well, this is what I've experienced. This is where I come from. This is where Everyone is doing this. It's working for them. Their life looks okay, you know? So I had reached a point in my life where there was a a decision that I had to make. Which route was I going to go? And at that point is when I decided. And the craziest thing about it is that I, at that point, I was married. We were married maybe two years in. I had my second child, which is my son. And I was literally home on maternity leave. 
My daughter, I had just had her a year before. So I had a 14 month old and a newborn and I'm home and God is like, you're not going back to work. Resign. I'm like, what? (laughs) No, I'm like, this is the worst time. Like I have two babies. I got to go back to work. Nah. And so I, I remember calling my boss and I told him, I said, I'm not coming after maternity leave. I'm not coming back. The funny thing about it is that I expected him to like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How are you, how are you going to leave me like this and this and that? Because he really relied on me and depended on me for everything. And he was totally okay with it. Then I'm like thinking, okay, my husband's not going to be in agreement. So I'm like, God, okay. If my husband doesn't agree, like I can't leave my job. And my husband was like, if that's what you feel the Lord is telling you to do, then do it. I'm like, wait a minute. This is not working out the way. Like I'm getting too many people are in agreement. (laughs) It's not working out the way that it should. But sure enough, I made that decision and I didn't have a foolproof plan. I knew what I wanted to do. I had some clientele because I was working full time and started the business kind of part time on the side, but not a foolproof plan. And here it is. I'm walking into entrepreneurship, making a decision. This is the route. I don't know what's around the corner. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that I feel it in my spirit that this is the direction that I need to go. And I went in it all the way. Wow. Yeah. That is so amazing. So Patricia, do you do this? Sometimes when God does set, tells me something that I'm not expecting him to say, I'm like, God, say it again. Can you just come, like, say, can you say it again? And it's funny because I always tell people like God speaks in whispers. He ain't going to shout, yell, scream, like he'll get your attention, but he, he's going to say what he has to say, keep it moving. And so I have this tendency where I'm like, God, say it again. Can yeah. you confirm? Because I, there's resistance, right? So do you have that same experience where you're like, because again, you're like, the people are confirming, right? What God has already told you. And essentially you're like, with my husband don't co-sign, maybe that's my way out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so do you do that? Because I, I do that all the time. Okay. Okay. So one of the things that I love about you, Patricia, and I want you to talk about it a moment where you are now in your business, right? Because obviously it, you're doing well. You're doing yeah. very, very well. But one of the things that I love about you um, is that you don't work with every client that reaches out to you. You don't work with every person who contacts you and, and wants to hire you for Your services, why is that? Because I feel like it's more than a business. I feel like what I do is more of a ministry Mm -hmm. in a sense that my connection to people has to be greater than just the money. Oh, you need a flyer? Okay, no problem. I'll create a flyer for you. You can get any other graphic designer to do that for you. I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested is being able to connect with people who understand that This connection is a divine connection and that my job is to come in behind the scenes and package you in a way that brings you in front of the audience that God has called you to. Mm. And so for me, I take it totally different than your average graphic designer, web developer. No, I want to be able to create, you know, be that support behind the vision. And that's why for me, if it doesn't resonate with me, you know, I'll refer them to someone else. And I'm like, I don't think this is a good fit for me because Mm. I know usually a lot of times in the way God deals with me, somebody will call me and immediately 
they'll start talking about their brand or whatever it is that they want to do. And in my head, I start seeing it. I start to see the pictures. I start to see things come together. And that's the confirmation for me. That's the client I need to take. And a lot of times I've had projects, pretty big projects, a couple of times that I've had to turn down, you know, and I knew it was God testing me at that point because I believe integrity is important in how you work. And Mm. so I've had to turn things down because I'm like, that's not going to work. My vision and theirs are not in alignment, even as far as how we do business. And that is very important to me because I believe strongly in relationships. And in business, I think the foundation to anything should be having strong relationships, whether it's with your clients, whether it's with others in the industry, having that to me and integrity is important. So Mm. if it's not there, I'm not going to do it. So are you saying that all money ain't good money? It's not. It's, it's not <laughs> we know that was a loaded question. I know. already know that was it's a loaded not. question. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I said this on my Facebook page and I went into this rant about how this woman wanted, she was a rep or a, she worked at a university. Mm-hmm. Essentially, she was offering me an opportunity to get my doctor's degree. Now, as a woman who had a 1.9 GPA in college, who barely made it to college, that, that's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. But it was very clear that God was like, don't align yourself with this. Mm. And so I put on that post that I put on Facebook. I was like, listen, distractions look like opportunities when you don't know where you're going. But when you're aligned with God and he's very clearly said, this is the space that I want you in and you're non-compromising, you refuse to compromise. There are going to be some opportunities you have to turn down. And that's what I hear you saying. And that's why I feel so connected with you, Patricia, specifically, because I'm like, you get it. Yeah, you get it because. There have been times in my life where I'm like, God, I just need to pay the light bill. Mm-hmm. It is about money, God. Come on. But at the same time, God is like, you're my daughter. What, the light bill? Mm-hmm. That's of no consequence to me. Like, come on now. You think I'm not going to take care of you? Yeah. So I love that you highlighted that. Tell me for a second what God is doing in your life, in your heart, number one, but also with your business. Right now, it's taking a faith walk to a whole different level. And what I mean by that is even with what I'm doing now, the clients that I have now and just the shifting now I've gotten to the point I'm eight years in and have been doing this eight years full time with no other source of income other than my business, which is a testament in and of itself. But now it's just gotten to the point where I'm hiring staff and looking for an office to move it out of the home. So now it's transforming me to a whole different level, which requires a whole nother level of faith and just believing God in the process that here it was, it was just, I was working full-time for someone else, nine to five, long hours, kids, husband, family, trying to balance it all to now, you know, moving into more of an agency as, as opposed to a freelance which is totally is it requires a whole nother level of faith because I remember, you know, early on and I and I know a lot of creatives can understand this. I remember very early on I would take projects based on, you know, oh, this person called me. They were inquiring about and I'm sitting here writing, OK, this is this project is going to be X amount of dollars and that project is going to be X amount of dollars. And I'm counting on these people to come through. and ends up happening, they don't come through. And I'm like, okay, God, they said they wanted the website and it didn't happen. 
But now it's gotten to the point where I don't even worry about that anymore. Now it's like, okay, they don't come through. Lo and behold, I promise you, God has sent somebody I never even anticipated, didn't even know they had my contact information to call me and say, hey, I'm interested in hiring you on this project. And they'll give me the details and whatnot. I feel that immediate connection and I'll move forward into it. You know, so where I'm not chasing clients, I'm not chasing clients based on my needs. Now it's just a matter of, is this the right fit? Can we get this done? And God, is this what you're saying for me to do? I'm not concerned about the bills. That's on you. You figure that out. But I'm going to be a wise steward over what you've entrusted in me. Because at the end of the day, God shall supply all our needs according to his riches, right? All of it. And what I hear you saying, though, is like you've gone from this place of counting on people to counting on God. Like there's a transition there. There's been a shift. And I experienced the same thing. It's crazy. Like you budget for money that's not in the account. Right? Like I'd be like, oh, this is coming. And God's like, girl, that ain't coming. That ain't from me. That's in your head, you know? And so I love that you highlighted that. That's It's a beautiful thing to be able to know and to trust that your heavenly dad he has your back, right? Yeah. Like fully and, you know, fickle people, people who change their mind. You don't have to be concerned about them because at the end of the day, God has your best interests at heart. And as a daughter of the most high God, That's it. you're good. You're good. That's and it. so I really want to touch on, I love that you talk about a brand. A lot of people focus on building a business. And so specifically for the entrepreneurs listening, and I feel like I always say that. I love entrepreneurs, right? But this is for any woman. I always say that. And then I say this is for any woman because it is, because I feel like any woman can glean gems from what's being said here. But I like that you focus on building a brand. As a speaker, I do a lot of different sessions. And so I have my areas that I like to speak on, but someone hired me to talk about building a brand. And so one of the questions I asked the group, and it was a small group session, I said, how many of you have a brand? probably like two or three people in the in the room raised their hand because they were quote unquote business owners. And I'm like, all of you have a brand. It's simply how you're perceived, right? So talk to me about your definition of a brand and why it's important for all of us to understand whether or not we're an entrepreneur per se, how we present ourselves online, how we show up in person, how that aligns with our brand. Can you speak to that for a second? Absolutely. You know, what's so amazing is as long as I've been doing this, it amazes me how I come across people sometimes, even entrepreneurs that reach out to me to get started with creating their branding and whatnot that really have no clue. And as much as information is out here, you know, branding is like that buzzword everyone is talking about, but it amazes me how sometimes a lot of people really don't really understand the core of what it is. And I always say that a brand is what others say about you when you leave out the room, Mm. you know, essentially that's what it is. It's not the flyer. It's not the logo. It's not the color palette. It's not any of that stuff, though there are components to it. But overall, just like you said earlier, your brand is you. We all have a brand. There are things that people, when they say Patricia Lorenzo Jean Lewis, there are certain descriptive words that are associated with how people perceive me in their eyes. That's my brand. So what I project out there, what I put out there Whether it's how I look, what I talk about, you know, what people know of me when I walk out of my home every day, that's my brand. And so for me, I think at the core of it, and this is what I tell clients all the time, be more concerned 
with your relationships and being authentic than your color palette. Mm. Because we can change that. But who you are at the core is what's going to resonate with people more so than anything else. Their experience of you. How do they experience you when they come in contact with you? How do they experience your business when they come in contact with your business? From the time you answer the phone, the text message, the email, what is that experience? Let me tell you something. When I reached out to you in regards to being on the podcast and whatnot, and I got the email and the flow of emails, I said, honey, she got it to get like I her. Everything was on point. Everything was covered. If I had any questions, I didn't even have to call you. All I had to do was go back to the emails that you sent me strategically that had all the instructions and follow that. That was it. That tells me, one, you're a perfectionist. Two, you don't play when it comes down to what it is that you do. And you don't waste people's time either. Time is very important for you. So there are certain things that kind of stood out just in how you handled your business. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that stood out to me before I even saw your color palette, mm. before I noticed anything on your website, that those mm. initial email communications said a lot to me about you. And so for me, it's like, that's what makes the difference. We're so busy worrying about, oh, making sure the font is right and the colors are right. That means nothing. If when you're interacting with individuals, you're coming across as you're not relatable, or Mm -hmm. you're not somebody that people can really resonate with. It doesn't matter what your color palette is at the end of the day. You know, so I always say, be mindful of what you're projecting out there. That to me is the core of your brand. Yes. Thank you. And thank you for the love, y'all. I always say, be the best you and your brand will follow, right? Like that's what we have to do. And I'm going to be honest. So y'all, Patricia and I were supposed to schedule this podcast and I had not intended to say this, but we, we being real here, we had <laughs> planned to schedule this podcast. What, Patricia, was it a few weeks ago? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I lost my voice. Like I got so sick. I lost my voice. I could not speak. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I sent her an email and I was trying, I was like, God, give me my voice back. He's like, girl, no. <laughs> so I couldn't do the podcast, but I, I was able to email her and we rescheduled. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because of how I initially presented myself. And this is to no way make a claim that I'm perfect, but because of how the rapport that she and I had built via email, right? Because of how serious I take this opportunity to be able to engage with these beautiful women and share the hope of Christ. She was open to rescheduling, mm-hmm. right? Had I come at it like, ah, oh, this is just whatever, like whatever. And because I feel like this podcast is essentially a matter of eternity, it's serious business to mm-hmm. me, y'all. So thank you so much for highlighting that, Patricia. That was a good word this morning. That was such a good word. Definitely. So the last thing I want to ask you before we transition into the five and five um, session of the podcast, what would you say to the fellow woman who's struggling, you know, to build a profitable brand, right? And so I, I want to kind of set the stage for your answer here, because when I'm saying a profitable brand, Yes, I'm talking about money. Yes. So I want you to address that, but also talk about the scripture. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but to lose his soul? That's just popping into my head. Like, I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but I want you to to address the money issue, but also address 
like this issue of eternity and who we are as women, mm-hmm. who we are as daughters of the king. So can you tell me to the woman who's struggling to establish herself in business and the brand that she is, but also, right? So being a daughter of the king who's struggling with that identity, what are the, the what are the things that you would say to her? I think ultimately, even as she's building her brand, what's most important is that she knows who she is and whose she is. Mm. Because at the end of the day, when you know that, you're going to come across opposition. You're going to come across, you know, individuals that don't believe in the vision that's already in you. But there has to be a level of confidence in yourself and in the God that placed the vision that you are well able and equipped to move forward into what God has called you to do regardless to whether anyone agrees to it or not. And I think as women, a lot of times we struggle with that. And I can tell you just being transparent. I remember when I spoke with my husband initially and I was telling him, I said, you know, I really want to, I think I'm just going to go ahead and move forward into this entrepreneurship full time. And this is what I'm going to do. I was already doing it part time, still working full time and whatnot. And initially he was on board, no problem on board. And it did not go the way that I had anticipated. Because like I said earlier, I didn't have a foolproof plan. All I knew was I heard a word from God and I was moving and he agreed, you know, and I was doing that. And literally maybe six months in, my husband is like, okay, so what's going on? Like, I don't see no big return in this. You know, are you sure this is what you're supposed to be doing? And I had gotten to a place where I really started questioning myself. And I was like, okay, God, but all I kept hearing God say, keep moving, keep Mm. moving. That's it. I would just hear him say, keep moving. Some days it was a crawl. Some days it was a walk. Some days I was skipping. Some days I was running. Some days I was jogging my way through, but every day it was different. And it had gotten to a point where, you know, my husband was like, okay, you need to make a decision. It's either you're going to go back to work. And give up on this entrepreneurship stuff or I need to start seeing like really what's going on. You know, is this really going to work? And now I can tell you he's 100 percent on board because he's still working. But I believe that even in that time, that was God testing my confidence in myself, because sometimes we believe in us when others are believing in us. Mm -hmm. But when no one else is believing in us and we're still holding on to the word that God has given us and still moving forward, even when others are like, listen, this doesn't seem right. It seems crazy, but you're still moving forward. It's like your confidence now is being built. Mm. Now, no one can tell me this is not going to work because I know this is what God has given me. And it's taken some time, but there's a level of confidence and assurity in what it is that's in me that regardless to whatever anyone else says, I know I have a gift. And so, you know, even in that, and I encourage women a lot of times because we're very supportive and encouraging to others, but sometimes we don't do the same for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage women, especially when it comes to building that brand, Always look at who God said that you are, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, 
that everything in you, he has placed in you. And there are gifts and talents that have to be developed and birthed out. And just knowing that even in that, there's an audience waiting on you. There are millions of graphic designers out there, but there's a set audience that God has designed specifically for me. And I don't take it lightly, you know, so I have to be in a place and in a position where I'm available to the audience that he has called me to and be effective in what I do, you know, being that example of God in their lives as far as what God has placed on the inside of me. Mm. And at the end, the money comes. (laughs) I promise you it comes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So you answered both of my questions. Thank you for that. Yes. So now is the time of the podcast where we transition to the five and five segment. This is the portion of the podcast where I ask you five questions and you answer um, in five minutes or less. So that gives you about one minute for each question. Are you ready? Yes. What is your favorite word that comes to mind when you think about God? Resilient. Mm, tell me why you said that. Uh, just Digging your heels into the ground, that resilience, God gives you that resilience to not give up. He gives you the resilience. Awesome. Yes. Wonderful. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Be you. No one else. Don't try to copy anyone else. Just be you. Your authentic self. Awesome. What is one book or resource you have found most helpful during your journey? Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. Oh, I love her. Yes. She's so good. Okay. I'm going to link that in the show notes. Y'all got to, y'all got to read that book, man. Marshawn is, her story is beautiful. Thank you for shouting that out. Yeah. Thank you for shouting that out. Yeah. All right. So next question. You're a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be and why? Purple. I love purple. Everybody says purple. Everyone says purple. Okay. Tell me why you said purple. (laughs) Royalty. I love, I love purple. You know, it's, it's funny because even as a creative, the red, signifies the blood blue just gives me life and when you put those two colors together and you see the purple Mm. that to me is like i'm good that's all i I love that (laughs) i love that last question on your darkest days how did you find the light prayer prayer on my darkest days i had an experience just about A little bit over a year ago, I literally went to get up out of my bed and couldn't move. For four months, I couldn't walk and um, had a herniated disc. It was the worst experience and had to go through therapy and everything for it. And even in that experience, it was like God, you know, calling me to a place of just being still and being quiet. Mm -hmm. And it was prayer. I promise you the foundation of everything that I do is prayer. Even the clients that I get, I pray over all my, my clients. I pray over every, every proposal that goes out. They come to me with visions and stuff. I pray my day when I start, I pray, I call their names out, their visions and whatnot. Prayer is the foundation of everything for me. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I'm not even going to try to add nothing to that because that's good. (laughs) Tell us, Patricia, how can our listeners get in touch with you? How can they find us online? And per usual, I'm going to link all of this in the show notes. But what's your website and what's your social media handles? Sure. My website is LorenzoDesignStudio.com. You can see all of my work and everything on there. My social media on um, Facebook, Instagram is where I'm primarily on is LDS Studio online. Um, the, that's the, um, 
the handles for, for both Facebook and for Instagram. Awesome. And so ladies, Patricia has so graciously agreed to give you all um, with her free audio download, six must-haves to building a profitable brand. Now, you can get this exclusively if you're a member of the She Beats It Squad Facebook group. I keep telling you, we got some goodies in there, so y'all got to go and check it out. But if you're not, Patricia, tell us how they can get it on your website. Yeah, they can go directly to my website. And right on the homepage, we have the audio download available. It also comes with an audio transcript. So they can download that for free. Or they can go into the group and download it for themselves and really enjoy the six must-haves to building a profitable brand. Awesome. So we're going to add a little goodie, a secret. Patricia and I are going to talk about that. That's going to be only available to the Facebook squad. All right. So we want to see y'all in there. Patricia, this has been an amazing time. Thank you so much for that. You are such a gem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. I've enjoyed it. Ladies, do not forget, please, please, please help us get 100 five-star reviews. We don't just want reviews, right? We want 100 five-star reviews. We have until September 30th. Help us get to the finish line. Also, don't forget this cool new feature where you can tell us what the She Beats It podcast means to you. Check out the last link in the show notes. Click record. And in 60 seconds or less, tell me what the She Beats It podcast means to you. Check us out online at shebeatsit.com for additional information and resources. As always, ladies, thank you for being a part of my tribe. That's it for the She Beats It podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King. Until next time, ladies, trust God to help you beat the odds.